Hello everybody and welcome to the Magical Learning Podcast for this week. This week we're talking about understanding networking. Now this is with the regular team and if you're someone who is struggling to make the most out of their networking, this is a great episode. The team breaks down their techniques and some unconventional ways you can network as well. As always, have a magical week. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Magical Learning Podcast for this week. Now, uh, this is this may not affect you, the listener, at all, but what's fascinating is we haven't actually recorded for two weeks. There's been a little gap there. So if you notice, we're all a little bit older in our voices and looks. Uh, that's probably why. Um, so, Speak for yourself. <laughs> um, so, uh, well, let's jump in and see how the team has been going. So, Graham, it's been a bit of time off. How have you been in the last two weeks? Uh, I haven't had any time off, Jess, but I, me and my Zimmer frame are fine. Thank you for asking. We're good. Glad that it's Friday. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And John, how are you going? How's the last couple of weeks been? Uh, been busy with work. Um, enjoying the warm weather as spring gets in. Swooped by magpies. Uh, yeah, it's been fantastic. <laughs> Welcome to spring there, John. Lucky you. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, how you been? <laughs> I've been good. I've you've been, been good. You've been busy. I've been busy. I've been working on a um, TV thing that we'll get into in a future episode. I think we'll do a specialty episode on uh, some of that. I think. Nice. But uh, yeah, look, I've been up in Sydney. I uh, got some nice weather. That was good. Got my first little bit of a tiny bit of a sunburn. So that's exciting. Um, but yeah, no, otherwise been pretty good. Just, uh, been getting back into it. Uh, been editing a podcast that should be out actually by this point, which is Danette has an adapt with Danette FM podcast that you can check out. The link will be available. If that's not available this week, it will be next week. Uh, but that link will be available in the description. So you can go check that out. If you love this podcast, it's going to be pretty similar to that. Uh, so you'll enjoy that. Um, this week. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's great. This week we'll be talking about understanding networking. Now, the reason that I picked this topic is because I feel like it is something that I really do not know too much about. So a lot of these questions are coming straight from my heart here, as I don't feel like I fully understand what's going on with networking, despite living in the social media era and we're supposed to be more connected than ever. Um, I still haven't, I still don't fully understand how it all works in an employment setting. So I thought I'd kick it off um, with you, Graham. And Graham, I might start. Question one is, what are some unconventional ways that you've been able to build networks? Um, thanks, Jess. It's it's actually a really good question. Some unconventional ways that I have been able to build networks. Clearly, uh, I have not done a lot of homework or prep for this podcast today. Um <laughs> Not that you would be able to tell at all. It's just been one of those weeks. You can still so need to come back to you. Danette's put some answers in the um in oh, the what? chat. Has she? Yeah. So you if you go to the that, chat, I would have used you know, her answers. So maybe still loves. Yes, still loves. The answer that I am going to give might sound eerily like an answer that uh, Danette was going to provide, but I won't use hers. Um, I I think um. Probably the most, the least conventional way I've, I've built networks um, is just by talking to and hugging people. 
just going to leave Probably, it at that one? It's not necessarily. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just... Do you want to expand on that, Graham? No, no, actually, I really don't. I just want or people to the think The courts aren't allowing you anymore. He is really, really strange. And, yes, you're absolutely <laughs> correct. I am. Um, I was at a conference in uh, Toronto last year and uh, actually connected with several people because I um, have gained a reputation for giving amazing hugs. True story. Uh, it's also true that I do give pretty good hugs, you know, I think. Um, but that's probably one of the more unconventional ways that I've, I've connected with people. That's a that's a great one. Well, um, I, I think that's a I think that's a favorite of Danette as well. I would say the the, hug, the hug one. It is. Yeah, we we're still debating the chicken and egg thing. Did I teach <laughs> her or did she teach me? Um, but because Danette's not here, I'll tell you the real truth. Um, <laughs> watch this space. <laughs> now, I do want for, for people that are listening at home and heard that there is Danette's answer. Graham actually didn't steal one just then, so that's that's good. I might, uh, Graham, I might get you actually to sort of color in Danette's answers a little bit because they're kind of in dot points. But we'll come to them after John. John, what are some unconventional ways that you've been able to build networks? Me, sorry, had a had a call come in and. Plotted out the uh, the noise. So, um, <laughs> I had two, and one's I suppose is is fairly conventional, and that's simply ask for help. Like, pretend you don't know what you're doing, or if you don't know what you're doing, just simply ask for help. But the other one, and it's probably relevant to where I, what I was doing yesterday. But when you go to the bar, talk to people, um, and while you're ordering a drink, whether it's a bar person or the person next to you that's ordering another drink, just start a conversation and it's it's quite amusing to see people um and their reaction it's like we shouldn't be talking you shouldn't this is not what i came here for i came to get a drink and i didn't come to talk and and it can make people feel uncomfortable a bit but yeah it's um yeah when you go to the bar get a get a conversation going with people and and it's amazing yeah i, I had a conversation with someone yesterday and they'd just started a new job and they were doing training and it was an interest that I've got outside of all of this. And yeah, it led to quite a lengthy conversation. Um, so it was amusing. Mm, um, that's, that's yeah. cool. It's, um, it's a shame you had to ignore their call cause you're on a podcast today, you know, uh, to jump in at a great <laughs> employment opportunity there with them, but we appreciate oh, no, no, that, that was only podcast. my daughter. She's not yeah, important. Okay. <laughs> 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 well, uh, that's, I mean, I think that's a great one, honestly, John, the um, talking to people at a bar. Uh, I, I, it is, how do you deal with, I guess this would be, I'm assuming as the listener, this would be a question people might have is say you're trying to strike up a conversation at the bar and you are getting that sort of standoffish uh, response. What, what's your next move there? Um, probably to make a smart ass remark and then move, move back to get my drink, to be honest. It's like, oh, well, thank you for the conversation. That's uh Really nice chatting to you, and uh, we'll talk later. Maybe yeah. see you next time. Um, right, and then good. they sort of look again, maybe like a punch that. in the back of the head or something. But, you know, <laughs> so be it. I was going to say, depending depending on their their um, physical size and um, overall, inebriation. Well, sometimes that's relevant, and uh, percentage of skin covering um, with tattoos. 
Yeah. I uh, I might hug them, but probably yeah. not. <laughs> probably not. Maybe a quick hug and then run, mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or a quick hug and then hide behind the net. Um, oh, I like that. I, I actually, I, it, it's funny. I I don't think of the um, yeah, you know, striking up a conversation with somebody as unconventional. And but I, I guess think, for for a lot of people, it might be. I think it's more where you do it. Mm. There's um. You know, there's the conversations you have with people that, um, you know, you meet meet at home or meet at work or or whatever. But yeah, it's like you go to a bar or you go to the toilet even, and guys st- standing at the urinal, you know, have a conversation with them, and it's um, that's that's another awkward posi- awkward one because again, people are going no, not the right time. Ah, don't worry about that. Yeah, Look, if 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 a guy can be seated in a cubicle on his phone, I think there are no rules in in toilets anymore. It's just yeah. ridiculous. But it it also prompted me to to um <laughs> just uh, word association game. And I'm curious, John, whether <laughs> you're in that sort of trying to strike up a conversation, just having a quick chat, saying "g'day" to somebody next to you in the at the um at the urinal, whether you have ever commented or questioned just how much asparagus they do eat. <laughs> and, and I have to give uh, uh, no. I have to give credit to Ted Lasso for that. Yeah, no, I haven't. But maybe, yeah, maybe that's a, a conversation need to start. There was, there was. Sorry, sideline. This that's is right. We can wrong, edit but, it out. <laughs> there was a skit that was done with three guys turn up to the urinal and um, they're smoking, or someone wants to light a smoke and. It's it's well worthwhile having a look at just the way they carry on um, between the three of them and who holds what for who and and how it how it works. It's quite funny. I actually, John, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's from a show called The Sketch Show, which is a British sketch show, and I think it, the episodes are on YouTube and it's from season one. It's episode like one, two, or three because I watched them I think about a month ago with that exact sketch who, in it. Who are you, Rain Man? <laughs> no but i do recommend people go check out sketch show it's amazing yeah. it's it's this is the I, I think i was talking about on a previous pod it was the one where i was talking about how they've gotten their jokes so refined that they have a couple in there that don't even have any words in them it's a sketch yeah. that's um yeah so I, nice. I yeah it is really good um so i recommend the sketch show british type it in on youtube you'll find it and season two actually even though it's a british show as a cast of about five people, season two has Kitty Flanagan in it. So an Aussie represented in there. So pretty good. Um, Well, uh, Graham, I might get you, while we've meandered wildly off topic, let's come back uh, onto it for a little bit. Um, I'm glad that our neural networks are working here today. You know, they're all firing. um, But, um, but Graham, so Danette's answers, maybe you can pick one of these or a couple of these to sort of like, I guess, flesh out a little bit. So Danette's answers to what are some unconventional ways you've been able to build networks are through overseas conferences, speaking at conferences, kids sports, and as John mentioned, chatting to strangers. I might actually jump on the last one. I mean, the kids sport thing, uh, I, I think so. Really, it, it's almost like low-hanging fruit when when you have children who are at that age when they're engaged in sporting events. And and because uh, we had five kids uh, at various stages of basketball, football, netball. Fortunately, no cricket. Very grateful for that. Anyway, um, chatting to strangers. I was actually reflecting before that we have some. Danette and I have some some wonderful friendships that literally have come about because we 
uh, went to dinner at a restaurant and going back to John's point before, struck up a conversation with the person serving us because mm. that's a really good thing to do. Um, you know, we, we have a, a, a friend we've known for probably 15 years now who is uh, so Canadian, moved to Australia, worked in Australia for two or three years, and he's back in Ottawa now, and he's just a, a wonderful human being. And we're still really good friends, and that was only because he was having a he just happened to be a waiter at a restaurant that we used to go to occasionally. Um, and he was a nice enough human being to want to engage in a conversation with us. Mm. So, yeah, get curious. Mm. I, I, for me, that's probably one of the um, – it, it's it's something you can't do on online. I, I still struggle. It's oh. just the, the connection is completely different. Um but I think just being open to learning a little bit more about somebody else, whether it's, as John said, you know, the person standing next to you at the bar or somebody in the in the toilet. Um, just need to be really careful about how we frame that. But anyway. But I agree with you, Graham. I mean, but even that online world, I remember my kids and probably the boys more than the girls, but they'd be on, on, they'd be on playing games with people all over the world. Um, you know, and these are my friends, and I'd, I'd question, well, are they real? What do you know about them? How, you know, and there was one or two that they were able to, yeah, they're married, they've got these kids, they're this, that, and the other, yeah. and you go, okay, you know, and it's building that, you know, I suppose you become familiar with the when you're online regularly with the same sort of same people, and yeah. that builds the network. But it's amazing how that online presence of just playing a game, how much you can learn and make connections. Yep. Yeah, great point. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something that's kind of been fascinating for me, honestly, is uh, learning about that world because some of my friends uh, game a lot and I didn't really understand the friendships, but some of them like have a group chat and they specifically set designated times so that they're all playing together. They've all got the headphones on, so they're all just talking yeah. the entire time and they're all yeah. over the world, but they're all they're all good friends. They know a lot about each other. And this yep. is just a way that they're connecting in the same way that a rec league sport team might or something like that, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. It's really fascinating. Um, <laughs> yeah. And also just speaking of the chatting to strangers thing, I think, I think that may people may be afraid of is the being rejected at that point, you know, maybe you, and that can be hard, I guess, if it's not something you're super used to is going up and saying, Oh, I'm not super used to it, but I'll tell a story from this week. I tried this new stand-up thing uh, this week where I was trying, I was incorporating a bit of music into the stand-up and it didn't work initially. But what I found was because I've uh, had so many unsuccessful stand-up uh, events before, I was actually extremely comfortable in the um, sort of silence and that just being comfortable gave me the ability to continue going forward and then it ended up being good. But that's mm. only because there was a lot of rejection before that that's allowed me to sort of build up the wall. So I could see that this isn't going well, but that doesn't mean this is the end of everything. It's okay. This is just a plateau. We can go up from here. Um, yeah, and yeah. I think that's a positive way to look at things. Mm. Mm. It's just building a skill. Building yeah. a resilience to rejection is also a skill. Um, mm. All right. Well, John, I might start with you because I think we were kind of talking about this a little bit, but let's jump into this. What are some of the benefits of building networks, both for work and otherwise? So building on what you just said then, to me, one of the big things building a network is building confidence. 
um, in having those conversations with people or, or trying things and having them fail and, and fail and fail and then you see how you can make it work, it builds that confidence, that resilience in you, um, which I think is fantastic. Um, you know, and it's make it a game too. So, look, I, I don't like small talk. I'm not someone who will walk into a room and, and want to engage with a lot of people. I prefer to stick with people I know or stick to the side. So I do struggle with that, um, you know, talking to people, just small talk and making conversation. But, yeah, I, I try to make it a game. So if I go to the bar and I decide I'm going to talk to the person next to me, it's like, let's see how they react. Let's see, you know, let's see what I get out of them. Um, all in a positive way. I'm not trying to to annoy them or anything, although I probably do. But yeah, make it a game so that you know it doesn't matter whether it happens or it doesn't happen. It's just a game. Um, so, but the other another one I've got down is just the ideas that can come out of the conversations you have with people, um, and you're building on what you know is what you know. And if other people can add to that, it expands what you know. So, um, and it can spark new ideas or new ways of considering things or looking at things. So those would be the two, the two big ones for me. Yeah. I like that takeaway because it's kind of counterintuitive almost, John, you saying that, you know, building the network gives you just an idea, but that's because you'd normally think, oh, it's a connection piece, but it can just be personally um, like growth, you know, personal growth as well. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Or whether it's personal growth or whether it's just, you know, an idea for a book or an idea for a, a mm. con, you know, something else or an idea to for a game or, or whatever. But yeah. Amazing. Well, thanks for that, John. Um, Graham, I'll go to you. What are some benefits of building networks, both for work and otherwise? Um, I love John's responses. I uh, was also reminded of, um, what's his name? Bill Nye, the British scientist who just said that uh, everybody on planet Earth knows something that you don't. Um, mm. And yeah, the other side of that is when you meet somebody, if you actually have a conversation with them on on on, a, on an even like really really basic level if the conversation only lasts for 20 seconds but fundamentally you are a different person after that conversation simply because it happened um and i think there's also the because we tend to think of well how do i benefit from you know connecting with somebody else or from um networking with other people uh and the, the flip side of that is how do the other people also benefit so yeah, yeah. this idea of um social capital which is been under threat pretty much since the pandemic because we stopped connecting in person for so long that I, I like to think of social capital as the, the benefit that I get from knowing other human beings. Um, and and you know, again, it's just, it's different experiences and, and being courageous enough to have a conversation with somebody that you've never met before, not knowing where it might go. And like John, I, I am terrible at small talk. Um, I, I really, really struggle. I'm quite happy to talk about how we fix planet Earth and, and you know, all of the human beings on it because that's an easy conversation. But talking about the weather is something that's like, mm. um, I love the idea of making it a game. But so for me, I, I think it's 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 all of that stuff. It 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 helps us um, build more social capital, which is good for us as a human being. I think we can learn more from other people. There's also um, the opportunity to reach out to people when you need help. 
And again, if I want to flip that around, because I know that was one of Danette's answers, <laughs> I need, only need pinch one. Um, connecting with other people and being part of a network sometimes also gives us the opportunity to be of service to them, which I think is a fantastic thing. Mm. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. So go, John. And even building on that, to me, like when you were talking, Graham, I'm thinking of that pay it forward. And you were talking about what are they, you know, what do you get from them, but what do they get from you? Yep. And there's a scene in that movie, Pay It Forward, where there's a lady on a bridge and this guy who was down and out, but someone gave him his car to to travel to wherever, and he just stops and says, "Do you want to get a coffee?" You know, and it's that small moment in time that someone's paid attention, someone's made a difference to someone's life by by creating that network and and reaching out that. You know, there's opportunities there if you want them. Um, yeah. Yep. Nice. Yeah, love that. Great insights. And I think, you know, it, I, it's such a good point that gets brought up, you know, throughout different podcasts, but how helpful it can be to be someone that asks for help to people, you know. Mm. Um, I think that's that's always a really good reminder. Um, here's some of Danette's answers as well for people playing along at home. Um <laughs> This one was kind of interesting, a little bit CIA kind of energy to this one. Access to Intel that can be helpful before it's formally released. So it makes me wonder what what Intel does Danette have that has not been formally released yet to the public? Isn't that called insider trading? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) I I think the bigger question there, Jez, is why is she not sharing that with me? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Can't be trusted. And and with our listeners, to be frank, uh, I think they deserve to know the Intel um and then the other one was broaden my knowledge and then in brackets i like sophie Krant's idea of global network with people in different industries and i would definitely recommend people go check out our sophie Krant's episode about how to connect globally with people that's a really good one um all right well let's jump into our final question here today which is graham i'll start with you what are some good ways to think about networking in order to get the most out of it so this is for me sometimes i get that just the concept of networking feels a bit overwhelming i don't even really know where to start so what's yeah some good ways to kind of think about it well the the more sort of strategic approach to traditional networking and in a manner of speaking traditional networking before um certainly before the, the pandemic and, and to some extent before the latter stages of the internet and social media. Networking was was getting together with a bunch of people in a room for a shared sort of common purpose. Um, and then you'd play business card bingo to see, and, and the person who was the best networker walked out of the room with the most business cards. And then I suspect, uh, I know I was one of them, I never walked out of the room with the most business cards because I found it a terrible practice. And most of the business cards just ended up in a drawer somewhere. You you never did anything with them. Um, And so networking was like this game that you felt like you were compelled to participate in it. But a bit like you, Jez, you didn't really understand why, didn't see any value in it. And I, part of my experience with it was that I probably because I wasn't really strategic about it. I, struggled to work out how I could actually help other people in the network. So I, I think to, so that's all the stuff to not do. Some good ways to think about networking. Um, firstly, I'd be thinking about, so is there a particular um, topic, area, like field of research or, or you know, area of knowledge where you would like to improve your, your knowledge in that area? Um, it, it could be something like gaming. You know, I was just thinking when we were talking about gaming earlier that um, 
in the early days of, of online gaming, um, people would have LAN parties. Uh, you know, so so Jack in his early days, so you'd actually get a group of guys that get the predominantly guys back then, um, who would get together at someone's house with an impressive array of of desktops and big bulky monitors and fourteen extension cords and power boards that would blow out. Uh, but you know, then then you'd have a you, you just all game online. Um, so if you want to improve your knowledge or understanding or, or skill in a particular area, then think about, okay, is there a network out there of people who are really good at that where I could, I could perhaps join, participate? Um, so that's one question, you know, who are the people or, or what are the areas that I necessarily want to improve myself in? Um, but the follow-up question, which I think is even more important is how could I add value to that network? Because the cardinal sin, I think, in networking is when you're just a taker. Um, and, and people at some point will sort of work that out and, and they just stop talking to you or, or contributing. Um, so for me, the important thing is how do I actually add value to this network? What is it that I can give? Um, and going back to your point before about being okay with rejection, the other thing I'm sure how you sort of work it into it, but is um, don't be attached to it working so be interested in the outcome, but don't be attached to the outcome. So if you go along to a networking event with a group of people and you're hoping that it goes well, but you're not emotionally attached to it going well. So if it doesn't go well, it's like, eh, okay, I learned some stuff from that. Not the end of the world. Yeah, I might try again or I might try a different network. Yeah, that's a great um, philosophy. I think that's such a, even for me already, it's already helped me think like, how can I be, how can I be valuable to these people? That's, you know, that does make a lot more sense. It makes it easier for me. Um, John, what are some good ways to think about networking in order to get the most out of it? Well, it's it's funny, Jess. I had pretty much similar. I was on the same vein as what Graham was on. And, the you know, in four words, I had growing you, helping others. Um, so, yeah, to me, it's if you're going to do networking, it's I agree with Graham. You know, you've got the, the people that just take, 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 and you go, yeah, they're not people that I want to share with. But it's how do you share ideas and how do you grow other people's ideas? Um, I was listening to something just on YouTube. It was a song on YouTube about uh, it's a country singer, and she was talking about how in in school a teacher asked her, you know, what are you going to do? And she said, I'm going to go to Nashville, write songs, and play music. And they just shot her down. Um, and it's like, well, that's no, you know, no, really. Um, how do you build people up? How do you expand on their ideas? And and it's a conversation that. Graham and Danetta brought back from I think it's from Robin Sharma. It's get remove but in your in your vocabulary, and it's and so and I'm going to and I'm going to you know or you're what about this or what about that and it's it's try and build on 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 the ideas of others to go well yeah, that's a really cool idea and you know I could see it working here or I could do this and they you know it might spark something more in them that they can build on. But yeah, how do you want to, what do you want to grow? What do you want to get out of things? Um, and it might be as simple as I want to get better at those simple conversations. Um, you know, okay, tonight I'm going to go in and I'm going to talk to two people um, as opposed to stand against the wall to start with. Um, you know, how do you, how do you grow and, and do it slowly? Amazing. Well, I mean, I feel like I've taken away so much from this today. Thank you both so much. Um, before we wrap up, though, I do want to get some final thoughts. So, John, any final thoughts on understanding networking? 
oh, look, there are a lot. There are people that are a hell of a lot better at it than me, um, and I still struggle with it. As I said, I, I'm not one for small talk, um, but when you get a good network of people on whatever level it is, whether it's a work thing, a sport thing, a parent thing, whether it, whatever it may be, it is fantastic because they are your your group. They are your tribe. Um, went to a funeral yesterday of a mate who died at the age of 47 and you know everyone's come together and gone that's terrible that he's died so young and it, it wasn't due to illness um, but a group of us were, were sitting around and talking and carrying on and, and someone sort of said well we need to do this more often we need to catch up outside of just funerals um, you know and the network is there and it's like okay who else can we get in what else to you know what do you want to go do or see or um, you know, your network is is there if you want to use it. It's just you've got to reach out or reach back or whatever it may be. Mm. Yeah, amazing. Well, that's a that's a great example. And thanks for that, John. And thanks for the conversation today. Great uh, takeaways from there. Um, Graham, any final thoughts on understanding networking or today's conversation? Uh, no, I, I love John's um, growing you, helping, helping others. Um, Danette's answer to, to the third question about good ways to think about networking was um, thinking of is giving to grow. You know, I like to share and help others. Often people then reciprocate, which I think is really true. It's always easier mm. to influence somebody to look for opportunities to be of service to you if you've already done that for them. So I, I think um, you know, ultimately networking is a semi-formal term for being curious about how you can help other people. Because I think if we go into any networking opportunity with a view to, you know, how can I be of service? And not knowing the answer, but if I start from there, then for me anyway, it just makes asking questions and being engaged in a conversation a lot easier. Um, Because I'm just curious about whoever it is that I'm having a conversation with. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, for everybody out there, the next time you go to a cafe or a restaurant or a bar or the bathroom and there's another human being in there and it doesn't matter what their role is. I mean, I, I struggle sometimes when I see um, patrons at, at fancy restaurants who just completely ignore the people who are serving them. And I don't understand that. What a beautiful opportunity to get to know another human being. And it's also a fantastic way of getting phenomenal service every time you go to that restaurant. Works a treat. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that that's a, I mean, great takeaways there. And I guess if you are someone who doesn't like small talk, you know, then you can talk about the universe at the urinal. It seems like uh, from today's conversation, we've got a lot of good takeaways. I want to thank you both. What a great conversation. I feel like it's really reframed my thoughts on networking. Uh, thanks to Danette who sent in the answers that we barely stole from. And um, <laughs> I want to thank both of you for a great conversation and to everybody that's been listening and supporting the show. And it's been growing nice and steadily. So thanks to everybody that's sharing it. I want to say have a magical week.